0: So I, I is intuition. And when people are very spiritual, the intuition is the language of your spirit. What language does Carolyn speak English? What language does my spirit speak? Intuition as your All language. Right. And other people, and intuition is can be physical. You can get the chills on your arms. Mm. You can get the hair on the back of your neck stands up. You can get goosebumps or mm-hmm. God bumps. They're like, oh That's, my God, why is that? that- <laughs>
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to Curiously Wise. I'm Lauren Wittig, your host today, and I have Carolyn Coleridge here with me today, who is so much fun. And I can say that for sure because we actually had a conversation not too long ago and I forgot to record it. So thank you, (laughs) Carolyn, for coming back today. (laughs) Carolyn is a psychotherapist, intuitive, and healer for the last 25 years. She has a master's in clinical social work from Columbia. She works as a psychotherapist in a lot of different settings and has been trained in a lot of different wonderful places. I'm not going to go through the whole detail. We'll have it in the show notes. Her spiritual background includes training at the Edgar Casey Institute in New York and a spiritualist church. We have an Edgar Casey place down in Virginia Beach, not far from where I live. I've never been there yet, though, so I'm intrigued by that. She's also a Reiki master and an integrated energy therapist, master instructor, a pranic healer. Prana, of course, is the breath. And a theta healing practitioner. So you got lots of modalities here with Carolyn. And one of the more interesting, one of the most interesting things I found on her website is a video of her working with kids at UCLA in their pediatric pain program. For six years she was there. She came in and did Reiki and did and you know brought the woo. It was awesome. So we'll give you the contact information for her website and stuff at the end and also in those show notes. But I suggest you go listen or watch that because it's really Fascinating and exciting to know that that kind of work is being brought in to a Western medical system. Carolyn says she works well with empaths, light workers, sensitive souls and those who are open to working with their intuition. Her gift seems to be clear information from spirit and methods to help people define their purpose and passion. So welcome back, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me back. This is wonderful. Well, we had a great time last time. So we're going to let it roll this time. And I'm sure we'll have equally as great a conversation. So, or better, or better. So let's just dive in to, you do a lot of work with the universe. You are an intuitive and spirit, but you're also counseling. And I'm sure those come into your sort of more clinical psychotherapy kind of work as an intuitive. I know it infuses everything I do. So For someone who maybe isn't connected to that idea of the universe or working with the universe, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Okay. So I feel the universe is the divine or the creator on the planet. And I use the word universe because so many of the clients I worked with had issues with God, the word God and church and Catholicism or Judaism or all the different religions that seem to have these stories coming out now that are very distressing and uncomfortable. So that was one level. And then I worked in mental health. And you can't say, you know, hey, I'm Episcopalian. This is what Christian Jesus does. (laughs) It's not going to work. So... I just felt like working with the universe was a more global way, including the plants, the animals, the crystals, the community, and people seem to open up to that because I feel when people have a mental health breakdown, working in mental health, a lot of times or depression or anxiety, it's the universe calling to them. It's like, what is your purpose? What's your higher calling? And I've practiced this idea in many different settings, inpatient, outpatient, partial programs. And people just gravitated towards this information because I look at patients as souls. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. I started this work years ago, started to see lights and colors around people before when I, it's a ghost around and I just started saying, why is this happening? You know, <laughs> and and when I saw colors and I looked them up, I was like, wow, purple, they're a very old soul or yellow. They're having issues with their power centers. And I realized I was reading their chakras or their energy. and I also do research and I realized I must have been doing this before because the minute I sat down with a a person, a patient, a soul, sometimes their information just showed me and the universe or God showed me this is what you're supposed to do. And so I said, well, somehow I have to incorporate this in mental health, but you can't be biased. Religion or politics, you're supposed to stay away from Mm So how did I do it? So when I was working at, one of my first jobs out of Columbia was working on Wall Street at an employee <laughs> assistance program. I know. <laughs> <That's a leap. laughs> I know, yeah, but it was an employee assistance program. And I feel like the, the reason the managing partner hired me was because I had worked on the Hill for a year under Governor Wilder. So mm. I had a corporate background and I actually really want to work in the Bronx in a psych facility, but they offered me a job. And it was interesting because the managing partner was actually very intuitive herself. My supervisor was into astrology. <laughs> like all of us were working this corporate job. I had an office facing the Hudson River in corner office. I was 30, you know. Dang. And I know I was it was really nice. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then we started using like spiritual principles. She said, you know, I like the way you change the energy in the room. And I was like, what's energy? And I went to Reiki, and then again I had seen ghosts and stuff a couple of years earlier. I don't know if I explained that, but when I was studying at Columbia, at 28, which is beginning of your Saturn return, which is a, a spiritual cycle, ghosts just showed up, and I would just wake up in the middle of the night, and they'd be looking at me, or they'd be pushing my bed. <laughs> they were friendly ghosts. They wasn't exactly Casper, but they weren't scary ghosts. They were just lost souls. I must have been in some portal at Columbia, at the the dorm. It was just mm-hmm. some portal, and then I was. Is also open, so that's when I sought out the Casey Institute and other things like how do I close this portal down? And I was taught from said, by wonderful teachers. So going back to when I was at Wall Street, it was very corporate. But then having the energy of spirit, like I had one guy come to me and say, "I'm making millions and millions of dollars, but I really want to be a monk." And I'm like, "That's interesting. I say <laughs> that to me." Because I just want to meditate. I want to go into the heart, the soul. So it was a good balance. Because when people are stressed, they need people that were spiritual or open. Mm -hmm. So they gave me the privilege of starting my practice there. I was licensed in New York. So one time I saw this patient at night in my office. And she was very, very depressed. And she had a lot of, in the material world, things against her. She was a gay, black woman, alcoholic a survival mm. abuse, incarcerated. Oh, oh my God, God, what a wonderful soul. Yeah, but yeah. she had all this light around her because a lot of times people may judge people who have all these things against them, but older souls would pick harder lifetimes to live through because God or the universe knew that they could struggle and that they, could, they would always go back to the light, always go back to the light. So she was very depressed and suicidal. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like in August around this time, and in New York City, everyone goes to the Hamptons or wherever, different places. There's no psychiatrist. And she said, you know, this is my plan to kill myself. And I was a young therapist. I was like, oh, no. And she just gave me this whole elaborate plan. And I think I was the last one in the office. I didn't know who to call. This is my private practice. They let us see patients. Mm-hmm. So I just took a breath, which always opens you up to spirit. So what should I do? And I heard, send her a Reiki symbol. So I mm-hmm. sent her. The choker ray, I sent her the symbol, not waving my hands or anything, just kind of mm-hmm. telepathically sending it to her. And she was like, whoa, what? What did she do? She goes, I felt this wave of peace come over me. Mm. I feel so oh. calm. I feel so centered. Mm. I, I can't kill myself. I have a partner. I have this. I have a lot to live for. I and she just changed her dialogue. And I'm like, thank you, God. So then we (laughs) contract we contracted her. You know, and again, there's an old soul Mm -hmm. teaching me the next steps that I need to incorporate this in mental health. Shifted her, contracted her, worked with her for a while. She was, she was better. She's a lot better. And she had a lot to be upset about. And When she was incarcerated, it was because she defended herself when she was married to a man in the South, in domestic violence, very Mm -hmm. violent relationship. And at that time, a lot of women get incarcerated if they use a gun. It's just weird. It was in the South. So it was very unfair, you know, and there was just so many levels. Beautiful soul. And then that's when I started incorporating spirituality into mental health. And in a way that I could get people to open up and not feel like it's dogmatic. It was judgmental. It was my opinion. And some ways I do that. And I say to them, all right, I know you guys are having a hard time. And we talk about your mind is losing it as a mental health, anxiety, depression. Mm-hmm. Your body's depressed. You can't get out of bed. <clears throat> what about your spirit? And, you know, when I worked in this major HML, there's like 40 people in a room. And I said, what is your spirit? And they look at me like crickets. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> So as I wrote in my book, honor your spirit, spirit gave me an acronym that was very user friendly. Mm -hmm. So I said, spirit is not just an energy. It is a guiding force. It is something that's a functional part of your soul. So I said, let's break it down very easy uh, as, as an acronym, spirit S. There's synchronicity and signs. So whenever you see signs and synchronicity, that's your spirit, the energy leading you And I said, have you ever like said, I really want to become a teacher. Then all of a sudden you look in a paper and it says, well, free introduction to teaching discount for the first three classes. People are like, oh my God, that happened to me. Mm -hmm. So that's a sign and that's a synchronicity. Or you talk to a friend and they say something to you that kind of hits your soul. Like you might go out in the world and say, I really need a message and I need help. And somebody says, you know what, have you ever thought about going to a counselor I found this good counselor. And it's like, mm-hmm. out of the blue, like who's listening? The universe mm-hmm. is listening.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's
0: the S. And you look for the synchronicity and the signs. You, you know, the spirit in you is guiding you. What's the next P? People want to know what their purpose. My belief is that we all have a purpose that we are sent here to do in a gift. And what's our purpose? It's usually something we're passionate about. It could be art, music, teaching, counseling you know, being, you know, medicine, different things. That's our passion. And whatever we're passionate about is usually our purpose. And when we find our purpose, we become passionate about it. I loved looking at spiritual things. Where do the souls go? And I grew up in a very spiritual family. And I love that stuff, you know, going to new age bookstores and reading all this stuff about Egypt or shamans or smudging and different things. It just, it fed my soul. Mm -hmm. So I said, wow, this is really, I'm passionate about it. How in the world can I make this my purpose? And I had no idea that the most conservative, the oldest social work school, Columbia, I can't tell them I'm seeing auras and hearing voices <laughs> because they would think I'm psychotic and it wouldn't work. So I said, "How do I hide this but use it?" Mm-hmm. So I said, "So you ask the universe." I say, "Spirit, help me." When I go like this, it's like a wave, just like the ocean. What goes out will come back. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Universe, help me understand." I'm passionate about spirituality and healing and mental health. And how do I incorporate it? So I can give you another example. I went out to, and I'll finish the acronym to manhattan and i i said universe just show me and the night before i'd seen this asian man just float into my room and start speaking to me when i woke up and i was terrified <sighs> later i found out he was an ascended master but i know who oh. he was i was like who's this asian man you know it's in my room and i go out to fifth avenue and i'm walking down the street and there was this man with all these alabaster buddhas and different spiritual hindu symbols and I actually have it in my office here. I should have brought it for the interview. And he said, you need a gift. Here's a gift for you. And he gave me this alabaster Buddha. And I'm like, that's so nice. People in Manhattan don't give you gifts. And he's like, well, because if you look at it, it's a little damaged. So, but here's a gift. And I'm like, oh my God, Asian? Maybe I'm supposed to study Buddhism. And I'm like, wow. And that got me later into meditation. I'm like, this is great. So I'm walking down Manhattan, looking at this little Buddha. And I was so busy looking at it and excited. That on Fifth Avenue, they had a parade, a Korean Buddhist parade. <laughs> and I was walking like with them in the parade. And they all looked at me. I was, you know, all these Asian people I was with them and they laughed. And I said, oh my God, I'm in your parade. So I jumped off into, out the street because they had closed off the street. And then they smiled and I said, wow, well, a Buddhist parade. I need to study Buddhism. So if you believe in past life, I feel like I had a past mm-hmm. life as a, mm-hmm. a monk or something. Because yep. I'm very drawn to it. Yeah. Yep. So then, yeah. So then I kept going and we had payphones then. And I said, this is strange. <laughs> and I felt called. You have that energy of your spirit to, yeah. you know, go to my payphone. I went to a payphone in Manhattan and I called my friend. She goes, hey, I'm having a, a goddess circle and we're studying Amaterasu, the Japanese goddess with the, you know, and the, and the flag, that white flag with a red dot that mm-hmm. represents Amaterasu, oh. the Japanese goddess of light and peace. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's so weird. Asian. So here I was, and then I got into Reiki with that. So Mm -hmm. here I was, I was called to, I was given a gift. Mm -hmm. I was walking on my path, and then there was an invitation. And that's how spirit will call you. So then I said, the universe definitely wants me to incorporate my passion with my purpose, and my purpose and my passion. So I kept asking, and then different things would show up to help me Guide me to do this in different environments. Yeah. So what's the next after P is I, you know, spirit, I'm spelling out spirit. <laughs> so I, I is intuition. And when people are very spiritual, the intuition is the language of your spirit. What language does Carolyn speak? English. What language does my spirit speak? Intuition as your All language right. and other people. And intuition is, can be physical you can get the chills on your arms. Mm. You can get the hair on the back of your neck stands up. You can get goosebumps or mm-hmm. God bumps. They're like, That's, Oh my God, why is yeah.
1: that? <laughs> That's mine. That's- I know when I've hit the right, you know, when I've sort of been feeling for the answer because I can feel it coming to me and I'll, and I kind of have to sometimes like go, is it this, is it this, is it this? And then I just get covered in goosebumps if I go okay (laughs) beautiful that's beautiful
0: and that's really your spirit inside of you I'm going to use a little visuals here because I always teach this even in mental health this is our aura and this is our spirit what it look like with the chakras Mm -hmm. and what happens is your spirit inside of you it's like poured inside of you and it shake rattles and rolls. So then it's, that's what I feel is a goosebumps. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly. a marker on your path. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the energy inside of you. and Sometimes it emanates out and that's how people see colors and auras. And I just started, mm-hmm. I, saw, I started seeing auras with my patients. So I, the intuition, that's your spirit. So it's physical and it can be a thought, a feeling that guides you. It can be your stomach dropping. It's like, we I don't like that. Or, your, mm-hmm. or butterflies in your stomach. It could be pressure on your third eye. So your chakra system will be using intuition or just getting a message or, you know, feeling called or pulled. Your energy can really pull you. So mm-hmm. what's the other eye? The other eye, I like to use the double word to affirm and confirm that your spirit is a guiding force and a functional part of who we are. The other eye is intelligence. Your spirit mm-hmm. is so intelligent because your soul is intelligent. We are highly Intelligent souls and spirits that come here. People should not hold on to the suits people wear. These are just car right. symbols. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like maybe a Honda. I'm a Nissan. You know, mm-hmm. or you a BMW. Mm-hmm. These are just suits we wear for this time being. We're pure energy. So the intelligence of this pure energy can guide you. And when I ask the universe, putting it out there as you know vocally, what should I do? Why did I see this Asian man? It came right to pop back to me. So it's like the ocean. What mm-hmm. goes out? We'll come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. So the intelligence knew that when I decided to work more with spirituality and mental health, because I knew I wasn't just healing people's personality, I was healing their soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I called my mother when I started seeing things. This is the intelligence of the universe that knew that I would wouldn't feel like I was losing my mind. I called my mom and I said, "Mom, she was a chemistry teacher. She was named Teacher of the Year by Williams College, and she also used to see." Was psychic and she had mediumship experience all the time. So, and she would tolerate all these stories. She was really a powerful teacher when it comes to spirit, you know, and trusting Mm. it and not, but also having, she went to Columbia herself, a scientific pure background. Yeah, that's a hell of a combo. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She she taught biology and chemistry and physics. Mm. So I said, Mom, my God, I'm seeing ghosts. And she's like, where? And I said, in my room at Columbia. She's like, oh, okay, good. That's great. How are your grades? <laughs> I <was> like, Mom, <laughs> um, They're terrifying me. She goes, oh, Carolyn, what are you worried about? They're just ghosts. They're coming to you. Give me a message. Don't worry about it. I see ghosts all the time. And then I was like, well, I'm a little nervous. So then a little bit later, I, I called again. I said, mom, those ghosts are still around. Oh, Carolyn. She goes, mom, my grandmother, as uh, maternal. She's like. Carolyn's like us. She goes, oh, she's seeing ghosts. She goes, how are her grades? It's expensive, (laughs) Columbia. She's like, they're good. It's like they normalized it
1: so much. There was no word of psychosis or craziness or anything. like That's amazing because that's not what most of us who have these kinds of um, gifts get, at least at the beginning from family and friends. It's like, what?
0: Yes. (laughs) And I think, and I think, Some of the religions really closed that stuff down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why I was pulled to Buddhism and different other religious backgrounds. Yeah. And just being spiritual. So the intelligence of the universe knew that when I was studying at Columbia and and I was doing both the parallel between the psyche which is the mind therapist, the psycho, the psycho, the psychic soul, because they think it's psyche, they think it's psych, you know, psychotic, mm-hmm. which it isn't. Uh, that combination, 25 years later, would help Would be the soul awakening on the planet, which is happening all the time. Yeah. But it's getting oh, yeah. stronger
1: with COVID yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely building around that.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. COVID, you know, where Corona means crown. And I know that's a crown chakra opening worldwide. <laughs> oh, so I hadn't put that together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did this whole podcast on uh, my own podcast about Corona crown and yeah. quarantine and 40 days that quarantine really is usually 40 days. And Jesus was in the desert for 40 days. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is all like subliminal programming of us to go within as we we're yes. closed down. Oh, yeah. But let me,
1: get, yeah. Let Sorry, me we, go back. But we digress. <laughs> yes. I digress
0: so much because spirit just brings me this information. Yeah. But, the I is the intelligence of spirit. Mm-hmm. So so the universe, God knew that I would keep on the path because it was normalized in my household. And that's mm-hmm. the intelligence of the spirit that knew it, it came to me. And also I was helpful. I felt like I helped people in mental health because I worked for a partial program. And there are a lot of people that's right after you get hospitalized or before you go mm-hmm. get hospitalized. That became psychotic because they're hearing or seeing relatives or ghosts. Mm. And in the past, they may have been over medicated. They may be told they were crazy. And there's a great article out there. The spiritual, it's called a shamanism and mental health. It's the exact title, but a shamanic mm. view of mental health, written by an African shaman and a Peruvian shaman about how, like a lot of times people have breakdowns or breakthroughs. Mm. Because shamanism is will be called a lot of shamans will have that because they're they're talking to different realms. Okay. Digressing, I,
1: I am. Cool. I'm one of those people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Oh. I use shamanic work in my in my practice oh, and for myself a lot too. So yeah. Really? Yeah. I, know I want to interview you. Where did <laughs> you <to> shop? <laughs> That's cool. So uh, it's, um, it's my yeah. favorite modality that I use. I don't use it very often because it is different, but. We digress again, but yeah, so ah, I know exactly Steve. what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yes, and I love, you know, the deep earth bound work. I love that. And I had a grandmother who did a lot of that work, but okay. mm-hmm. so anyways, intelligence, of spirit. So that's the intelligence of spirit and you can trust if you invest and follow this guidance, it will lead you on a path that what your soul came here to contract with So, the intelligence told me to stay in the path. And then also, it knew that I would be okay and I could kind of pull people out of mental health. And I've had so many people say, Oh my God, this helped me so much. Mm And you talked about spirit. So, R, the spirit is a functional part. I showed that picture before about our aura. We have to take care of it, just like we have to take a shower for a physical body. You have to take care of your spirit. How do you do that? That energy inside of you with the chills. You meditate, Mm -hmm. you pray, you smudge you know use sage and smudge Mm -hmm. yourself essential oil which is earth you know and essential oils which is part of earth their plants medicine put them on and what it does it helps to rejuvenate and renew your spirit that can get drained Mm -hmm. so a lot of times when people will come to me when they were really depressed i would just immediately smudge them okay Mm -hmm especially for a reading, you know, for years, I had two practices, reading, healing, and then therapy. And when I worked in mental health in LA at a HMO, I was working in an intensive outpatient program and the people, patients would go out to walk. So I asked one of the teachers, which coincidentally, synchronistically, one was a, a meditation. They went to have a latest med- a meditator. The other one was a yoga teacher. So they were very <laughs> open. So uh-huh. spirit knew it was Okay. So when the patients went out to walk, I said, can I smudge them outside? They walked outside. They said, sure. So I would take sage and smudge them. And the patients were like, oh, my God, these layers of sadness were dissipating. Mm-hmm. I felt so many, so much better because our aura, our energy, get overwhelmed. Yeah. And it, it's kind of reorganizing them. So that's renewing and rejuvenating. And there may be other things. Some people may dance to renew themselves. They may mm-hmm. go to a spa the heat and then the sauna and other things to kind of use like universal right. symbols. Cause nature actually can very much heal you.
1: That's yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my go-to is nature. When I'm feeling depressed or having whatever issues feel like I'm kind of icky in the, in the energy I go into the woods and I love it. It's very renewing.
0: Yes. And that's another thing, a little tangent. When I, when I spoke to people about how to renew your spirit, And they're like, I could tell me they're tracking me. They're understanding. I said, your spirit, haven't you said to yourself, I feel so burnt out. Mm -hmm. God, I feel drained. I feel exhausted. Oh, I'm dead tired. Mm -hmm. I said, and the spirit taught me this. I said, drained is what? Water. When you say I'm burnt out, you need fire, a sauna, the sun. Mm. When you say exhaust, you need air, aerobics, breath work, you know? When you said you're dead tired, you may need a crystal, you know, or earth meditating with my yeah. crystals. So I said, we use these terms that have been pushed away and it's right there. Language is so, amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. <laughs> I, and we, I never connected that. Yeah. And yeah. Spirit gave that to me. That's in my first book, Out of Your Spirit, that we need these elements to heal us, you yeah. know, the four directions. And what's interesting, where else do you find these elements? the beach there's always the sun the fire the earth is the sand the wind is the air the water Mm -hmm. that's why people love to go to the beach it's so healing yeah where else do you find this that that helps renew your your spirit Mm -hmm. a spa there's always mud baths there's always like you know saunas you Mm -hmm. know heat there's a mud the earth they always have candles fire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you know the water could be the steam room and then just the water like going into the bathtub and everything Yeah. Where else do you find these elements? The church, synagogue, or temples. They always have (laughs) pews, which is earth. They always have flowers, which is earth again, and then water, candles, incense sometimes, Mm -hmm. and air. And so they have all the elements. So those four Mm -hmm. elements, that's why people are Mm -hmm. drawn, because it renews our spirit, which is inside of us. Wait a minute. How is those elements inside of us? They are fire. Your heartbeat i remember going to get my heartbeat looked at and my heartbeat had a little rhythm and i was like that <laughs> that, that is like fire you but you yeah. but also the synapses in the brain firing that's right. fire that's what's right. inside of us air right. obvious breath earth physical body mm-hmm. and water our organs and our you know our organs and our, our blood. blood yeah yeah which blood means soul so it's interesting and spirit means the word breath so so we have it inside of us that's why i feel drawn to go to nature yeah to heal so that's the renew and rejuvenate that's a long one i'm learning so much today
1: and it's all like right here in front of us but we just don't see it this is the fantasy this is the
0: to me it's like even like why is the divine feminine stuff coming up we're on a female earth Hello, we don't respect yeah. women. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's all like coming forward. So that the other eye, we are, you know, we're using the word spirit as a functional part of our soul. The other eye is insight. So, as whatever gift you're giving from the divine, we're all given a gift before we come here. Everyone's given a gift. You, you could be more insightful and you might be a wonderful artist, a therapist, a mm-hmm. shaman, a writer, and you have a little bit more insight because that's your gift and you have insight with spirit. So, use that. And the other I is inspirational. How does the spirit function? Whenever you feel inspired, music, dance, song, Mm. you know, nature, that's leading you to your path. So inspiration, in spirit, inspire. That's also, you know, anything that inspires you is your spirit. Mm -hmm. So if you get down and you feel inspired by jazz music or Celtic music or whatever it is, that's your spirit leading you to heal. So that's the mm-hmm. other part of it. Mm-hmm. And then we're at T already. I say already that was a long story. That's good. <laughs> at tea, that's good. Yeah. How is your spirit? Your function? You know, what does spirit do? You have to. You have to. It, your spirit will tell you the truth, T. Mm-hmm. So when your chills and the goosebumps are on your hands, that's your truth. You have to follow that path of your truth. So if you go to a certain job and you get goosebumps and you feel chills Mm -hmm. and it doesn't pay that much, but you feel great, you better take that job. Mm -hmm. If you go to a job, that's your truth. Mm -hmm. That's your spirit guiding you because your spirit connected to the divine. But if you feel heavy and sad and they're paying you Mm -hmm. 75K and you get headaches, then that's not your truth. Mm -hmm. And that will lead you down maybe not the right road. And also the other T is trust. You gotta trust. Your spirit gives you messages, signs, synchronicity, I call it SMS, like our little (laughs) cell phone SMS. So our spiritual SMS is signs, messages, and synchronicities. Mm -hmm. You have to follow that path. Mm -hmm. It's like following the white rabbit. You got to follow that path because we are here as creators to create. So that's the functional aspect of your spirit.
1: That's that's excellent. Wow. So there's a couple things I want to pull out from there that you have mentioned because I I'm constantly telling people you have, this is part of the process. One of them is asking because we walk around in the soup, like we, like I've just had these aha moments about our language. I'm a writer. Language is my jam. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see those, those aspects of, of the language that are such brilliant clues to our state of being. But I know that walk around in this soup and sometimes we'll ask without realizing it. I used to get synchronicities and gifts, because in my head I was mulling something over. I didn't phrase it as an, an ask prayer can be the same thing. A wish can be the same thing. But once you start asking, things start coming faster and faster. I, I made an ask recently just a few days ago that I want to know everything I can know about the divine feminine. Mm. And this was about three days ago. And All of these people have been coming to me who are just out of the blue talking about the divine feminine. It's like, oh, and books have been going. It's like, I forgot to ask. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then the other piece that I have, I often forget is action Mm -hmm. because you get this information. Mm -hmm. You learn to recognize when it's true, but if you don't take the action, Mm -hmm. then you don't get a result. Exactly.
0: That's the trust and the truth. Yeah. And I use that similar, I use this as an acronym because I said like we have different vehicles that were ours our souls or races or genders, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I called it like car, you know, like we're like different cars. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, when you're in crisis, you call AAA, Because I do. I've had AAA for years. <laughs> and it's a AAA. You ask, I you always it. get an answer. Uh huh. And then you have to take action.
1: Oh, I love that one too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love that one. I'm making yeah. a note for myself. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: You'll always get an answer. And I I actually learned a lot of that from Agape with Reverend Michael and then also Louise Hayes' book on Science of Mind, which is a certain type of spirituality. It's metaphysical, looking at the Bible, like working with, Jesus said, thoughts are deeds, you know, and it is done unto you as you believe and ask and it is given. So all these things are right in front of us. People throw away the baby with a bathwater. Oh my God, the Bible is horrible or this is horrible. Mm-hmm. I love the Course in Miracles. I I, I love different ways and I feel like this is what I'm trying to do. There's different ways to bring people back to the light, you know, because for a long time struggling growing up Episcopalian, my father was a Episcopal Bishop. Like, what are you doing with the crystals? He's married to a woman who had premonitions, mm-hmm. but I kept asking the divine. I said, should I bring this into mental health? And then after I finished my speech, tons of people would be standing there like thank you so much like I grew up in Mexico and I grew up in nature and now I'm inside and I love jasmine and I love lavender and that's I forgot about that or I was in the city so all this stuff really resonated with the souls you know, I speak to the soul of people of clients and patients mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah and that's such a gift when when you can meet them in that place and and yeah. it surprises them <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think part of my path to where I am now was because I did begin to meet people who saw something different in me that I didn't realize was there and were willing to talk about it or share their healing modality with me or make suggestions because the universe of course is bringing them to me.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's, yeah. It's part
0: of your path. It is part of your path. And that's another thing that you're saying, like, how does that, we emanate, our soul emanates this energy out that, that us aura,
1: mm-hmm. our
0: aura is our defining force. So this is, and it, like a lot of therapists will say, why did you become a therapist? Oh, for years, people tell me their problems. And yeah. I don't know why, you know, I could be at Ralph's and somebody would come up to me and say, you know what? I never liked him. I always wanted to divorce him. And I'm like, excuse me, can I get the peace? I I don't know why you're telling me your problems. (laughs) I don't know you. And it was because my spirit was, before I was a therapist, was emanating that energy. So we emanate our truth. And then other people are drawn to that if we
1: listen. Right. Right. And yeah. And for me, it was a lot of it was other people bringing my attention to where my passion and purpose was. Mm. Mm Because I think, I think I'm a little bit older than you, but you know, I was sort of I was raised by a feminist, but it was a feminist of the '70s, so it was still there was still a lot of sort of roles and things that were expected of of how you behave or what your life path would be or you know that sort of thing, and so I've I've had to have other people say, you know, you don't have to be a computer consultant; you could write books. "Mm." I never I was a bookaholic, you know, read 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 read, read, loved loved books. Never thought about being an author until my husband said, Why don't you just write your own? (laughs) It's like, Wow. Oh, (laughs) I could do that. Yes. (laughs) So I've had a lot of that kind of I I can be a little blind to my own my own gifts and skills sometimes. Not so much anymore. That's when it's really nice to have other people see you in ways that you don't necessarily recognize in yourself.
0: And you know what? A lot of us do need permission because we live in a society that really just like either through teachers or TV or that just bamboozles us and programs us. this is what you should do yeah. you should do this you know you're in this book like you're african-american like i remember when my mother's a teacher so they're like why is she applying to all these top schools it's like, my mother's like she has an a average high grades like why wouldn't she you know yeah So i mean it's just people are like no 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 she should never you know she never get into wesleyan and i did so i mean there's all these things that tell us like a woman you're not supposed to do that you know why you Good with math and science or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that we need permission, and sometimes the universe can give us permission and ask. And sometimes, like yeah, you've been led. People will come to you Mm -hmm. you if you're willing to listen. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So and yeah, so the universe is a great, a great resource (laughs) (laughs) that is underutilized. I think. All right let's let's do some rapid fire questions. Okay, just for fun. So who is or was the wisest person in your life? The mother. Okay. And you've told us a little yeah. bit about why. She's...
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, she's, she she's brilliant. Awesome. I mean, yeah. she was in the 1950s. She's an immigrant. She got into three medical schools. She didn't have the money to go. Mm. And she... Was very intuitive and she would tell me stories about all her like astral projecting and mm-hmm. mediumship. But she wasn't, she was just telling me stories and how people come to her and say, You're going to go to this country and you're going to be very successful. So even though she didn't go to medical school and she desperately wanted me to be a doctor mm-hmm. because I was really good with science and math, you know, what happened? I mean, they wanted to skip me, et cetera. But she said, In her culture, it's like, This is my healer. And I said, Well, <laughs> like, doctor. Yeah, and I said. Well, next time be more pacific, cause I
1: am. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so with that, yeah, she's that, and then she also won teacher of the year from mm-hmm. Williams College, cause you had a lot of minority women go to medical school. She said she did, she couldn't go, and then she had like three or four scholarship funds. Giving, giving, giving is very much part of our mm-hmm. family. You know, she told my dad like she had a dream. She was going to be the first black bishop of Connecticut, third in the country. He said, no way. It happened. You know, mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. as she saw. So she was a guiding force, and then she normalized that spirit that God will take care of you, that God, that the universe is a guiding force. Because the universe, my belief, this is from my, you know, yeah. sends us here. God sends us here. And yeah. I said, if you send me here, give me my walking instructions. Yeah, it's right. like being in a job. Like, what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, why is this trauma happen? Because you're supposed to make it a triumph, you know? So my mom definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah she definitely triumphed. Wow. Yeah. She sounds like a really beautiful balance of sort of the divine masculine, divine feminine energy.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. My mom could yeah. holler. But, and yeah. she also, she's passed on like five years ago, mm-hmm. right before she died. She said, uh, my, your grandmother's here and my guides are around. And I, I may die of a heart attack. And then
1: she died the next day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That sounds yeah. like a, actually a lovely way to go, to know well, she, all of those lovely people or souls are around you.
0: I think she knew telling me, my father was looking at her like, what? But I said, "Uh oh, why is she saying that? You know, yeah. even though she was pretty healthy, she just had a UTI, but it was her time. You know, mm-hmm. she had told us for years that in a different way that our time here is limited. Mm-hmm. She'd always say, when I go back home, when I see God. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, she, and you know, you know, she's still with you.
0: Oh, yeah. like, are you kidding me? She's running
1: the household <laughs> virtually every time I see a hawk, I know it's
0: her, it's a monster. Uh, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. What's your favorite self care practice?
0: Oh, meditating <laughs> and going to nature. I think both. I just love nature. I'm a little concerned about the ticks out here in Connecticut because there was like, what well, can the tick? but I just love trees. I have, Mm -hmm. I had all these trees next to me in his office. And then I was so mad because they cut them down. So I've been getting like these moss agate crystals, which is kind of
1: our tree agate Yeah, yeah.
0: I just love trees. I think they're like wise wisdom.
1: Oh, absolutely. 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 Nothing calms me down, like going out into the woods and just like leaning (laughs) against a tree. It just, it's like this beautiful, calm energy just comes through me and it washes the crap away.
0: (laughs) Right. And then when meditating, grounding and they, you know, rooting, I I teach people and they're rooted and then they have like antennas.
1: Yeah. I use, I use the tree metaphor for grounding and, and, and Mm -hmm. connecting too. It's, it's a beautiful metaphor for that. What lights you up when you're feeling down? rapid fires so the first music i guess i was gonna say
0: like watching lifetime no but uh, no that's what lights me up i like you know i actually i like inspirational stories mm. like I, when i hear stories of miracles and of just kindness honestly it sounds really weird kind of wired strange too like if somebody says like years ago in mental health this one woman came up like i helped her and she now works at a crystal shop and she said you know what you changed my life like when i was leaving L.A she said, I know, you know, you were at this mental health center and you talked about crystals and I've been working crystals. I've healed myself. That just feeds my soul. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like arrogant and like, but no. it's like, cause sometimes I'm always like, why am I doing this with mental health? Mm-hmm. And should I be using Oracle cards and crystals? And I think there are a lot of people that need to come back home. Yeah. And I feel like I'm leading them. So if, if that kind of and other messages like that really mm-hmm. inspired me and music.
1: Yeah. 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 Music is one of my go-tos for getting myself out of a funk because it's, you get oh. the body moving, you get the energy moving. It's just, yeah, this is an aside, but I've, I've been an addict of Grey's Anatomy. The, oh, the really? The I love that show. And yeah. in the earlier seasons, when they were just getting into being doctors or surgeons or whatever, they mm-hmm. would have awful days. And at the end of the episode, they would dance it out
0: yes i remember that <laughs> you know, yeah like, right right you know. like, yeah that's good that's good all right that's and, why a lot of cultures do trance dancing and yes. other dancing just to kind of as like in the african american culture, like they're always dancing and singing Like yeah. it's like dancing was a way to release energy it was like a uh, aura right. like creating your aura and then universe versus the song so you know within our culture mm-hmm. we remembered where we came from a lot of right. people different yeah
1: right favorite mantra or affirmation.
0: Oh, I, I love Lakshmi, the goddess of abundance, going to Hinduism, like Om Shri Maha Lakshmi Swaha, which gives you abundance. It also leads you to, it could be relationships, health. It just puts you on your spiritual path. Somebody told me that years ago, and it's always helped me. Like when I had two rents to pay in LA, almost $3,000, Shri Maha Lakshmi Swaha, and more people would come, and mm. and, and I would I ended up on CNN, and then, so mm-hmm. Good Morning America, like, these just synchronistic things would happen. And that's just one way. I like chanting in another language. And by the way, my great grandmother, my father's grandmother was Hindu.
1: Oh. So <laughs> my
0: parents, are, yeah. So there's a lot of Indians in South America. So mm-hmm. so she, my father said he used to go to a spirit circle. So it's not like so far. People are like, oh, that's, you know, not a part, part of my culture in a way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, edith, yeah, yeah, edith was our name. So she would have the spirit circle my father. She would bring my father who was you know his grandchild, and she he said he could literally feel like energy of spirits come in the room. So I just got I just picked up chanting. I love chanting another language because I don't know how to negate it. If I say I'm abundant, I could say I'm money. I'm poor. Well, right, right. But if I say Om Shri Maha lakshmi
1: Swaha, I don't know how to negate it in Sanskrit. Uh-huh. So that's brilliant. I, I, yeah. That's another brilliant. You're so smart. It's <laughs> yeah. all taught
0: to me by spirit, honestly. Yeah. And again, I'm like, should I be chanting another language? Oh my God, it's idle, idle tree. But, you know, A, then my father's like, oh, you're a great grandmother. And I'm like, what? You yeah. know, and
1: then B, it, it just stayed. And then it, it helped me and helped other people mm-hmm. to heal. Mm-hmm. It's a vibration. I mean, whatever language you use, you're putting a vibration out there. The idea that you can't negate it means you're not messing with the vibration of it. You
0: know? uh-huh. It stays in your aura field and you attract yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. I like that a lot. Okay. So tell the listeners and eventually the viewers where they can find you.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. You can, my website is intuitivesoulhealing.com. I'm on Instagram and I just changed my name to Conscious Creations, Conscious underscore Creations, Connecticut. Because I'm in Connecticut. I have a healing center here. I teach classes on universal wisdom. It's the Conscious Creations in Bloomfield. And that's, yeah, the best. And on my website, text me. Don't call me text things either because I've seen so many patients. But uh, yeah,
1: that's where I am. Okay. And you also have books. I know you oh. have those on your website.
0: Yeah, I also on Facebook I have a group of How to Work with the Universe. Right. My books are Honor Your Spirit, which is my that was written in 2016. I'm writing writing another book. It's been a while, and that's about my spiritual path and therapist and healer. And then Soul Wisdom It's all my newsletters that just inspired by spirit. I put together as one of mm. those quick mindful books. You open it up, get inspiration. That was dedicated to my mother. And then a workbook How to Work with the Universe because I don't. Again, the spirit is functional. I so want people to, you know, work with this energy so it becomes second nature. So when something happens it's difficult, you're like, okay, why did this happen? Yeah. What's the lesson? How yeah. can I heal?
1: Yeah, because that will help you move through it much faster.
0: And realizing they're powerful souls that have many of the answers themselves. Right,
1: yeah. right. Nice. All right. And of course, we will have all of that in our show notes and along with a few other things that i may gather from you (laughs) from our conversation here so this has been wonderful and i again i appreciate you coming back after my oops with the recording but i know i learned even more this time than than you taught me last time so it's a win win for me Awesome. Wonderful. All right. And I wanna thank the listeners for being here with us today. I hope that you had as many aha moments as I did because the whole language thing for me is is just like a in my face and never saw it kind of thing. But I, I there's just so many nuggets of wisdom there. I love the the spirit acronym and, and yeah, you need to do like a a, a poster of that. You know? oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll put it up in my office. <laughs>
0: All right, good. Thank you.
1: And yeah, and we're here every Tuesday with a new episode at Curiously Wise. So I hope to see you there. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, please share them in a review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have. If you want to know more about me or my intuitive energy healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, please head over to my website, www.heartlightjoy.com. Curiously Wise is a team effort. I am grateful for the skill and enthusiasm Arlene Membrot, our producer, and Sam Wittig, our audio engineer, bring to this collaboration. Our music is Where the Light Is by Lemon Music Studio. I'm Lauren Wittig, Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity.